This is Authentic and Ambitious with Allison Crow. I'm Allison Crow, your host, and I'm an intuitive life and business coach helping authentic and ambitious women keep the soul and success in their life and work through deep coaching, savvy business strategy, and connected community. This podcast is here to help bring insight, awareness, and action to your authentic and ambitious life. Let's do this. This is episode number 128, Joyful Ambition, a Reclamation. Hey, hey, everyone. Allison Crow, Authentic and Ambitious, and here we are today going to be talking about joyful ambition. You've heard the word ambition. Have you heard the word joyful with it? I don't know. So my word of the year is joy. It chose me. I did not choose it. It asked for about three weeks to please be chosen. And I wasn't sure that I wanted to choose joy, mostly because I was afraid there would be some horrific non-joyful experience in my life if I chose the word joy. I decided to set that aside and listen to the promptings inside my own heart. And as I began to think about this episode today, which was originally just titled uh, Reclaiming Ambition, I really enjoyed the phrase together of joyful ambition. A while back, a friend of mine, Richard Morgan, asked me a question. How good can you let it be, Allison? And it really pressed upon me how often many of us, and I've seen this in my clients too, shut down not only an outsource, not only the difficult emotions, but also the really feel good things. And so for the last year, I've been considering how good can I let it be? This is one of the reasons I think Joyful came up as I finished a really strong year. And I noticed as some of my clients also finished a really strong year, there was a little bit of subconscious coming to the forefront, trembling and nervousness about how good it was. And so in effort to... In not in effort, you guys, in intention to stretch the edges of how good can I let it be? I am claiming the word joy this year and combining that with my ambition. And so in the past, I have feared and been intimidated by my own ambition. I have been traumatized by productivity and the hustle, both emotionally and physically. And like you, I've also witnessed a lot of ambitious people or people who would be considered ambitious, both men and women, who I really didn't have a whole lot of respect for. (laughs) And uh, so today, what I want to do is I want to talk about three things that are required for joyful ambition in hopes of re-sparking yours and encouraging you to allow yourself to be the ambitious person that you are. So the first thing I want to do is share with you the definition of ambition. Having or showing a strong desire or determination to succeed, being driven, aspiring, enterprising, committed, determined, motivated, or purposeful. And what I love about this definition is it doesn't necessarily narrow it down to work. I think a lot of times we think about being ambitious only in work 
or in our job or those of us who are self-employed. And I want to shout out again to my writing coach, Heather, who as I was writing, I was writing about some of my early years that I, I really only had one ambition for a long time and it was to get married and have kids. And I didn't see myself as ambitious. And she was like, you are ambitious. You just weren't ambitious about work. And that opened my brain up and my idea to really recognize and honor essentially strong desire to create. And I definitely have a strong desire to create. And most people I know and hang out with and coach and are married to absolutely do too. Now, interestingly, the opposite, the antonyms for ambition are lazy, apathetic, unmotivated, and unproductive. And yet that word ambition, especially associated with women, tends to have for many people a very negative or connotation, a very negative connotation, a very limited connotation, a very threatening connotation. And so ambitious women are sometimes seen as bitches. Um, you know, Hillary Rodham Clinton, because she was ambitious, man, a lot of people hated her. And even um, our current president called her a nasty woman. What is it about ambitious women that really triggers people? We could do a whole episode about how the world sees ambitious women, but that's not what I want to focus on today. What I want to focus on is joyful ambition and helping people like you and like me curate and cultivate joyful ambition along our path of life and work. So the first thing I want to do, I want to share a few little of the uh, phrases that people say about ambition. Thanks for enduring my clicks. So Joe says, a woman who knows herself and her embodied brilliance. Christine says, is threatening to a culture that would rather keep her distracted with self-hatred and the illusion of powerlessness. John Morgan says, suffering under the oppressive illusion made by man. Uh, my client Stacy says, someone who sees all possibilities even when things are not going as they should. Also a woman who supports and uplifts other women. Amy says, an ambitious woman doesn't engage in distraction. She stays true to her values, keeps showing up, and is willing to evolve. My client, Mary, says, I am an ambitious woman who pursues my own shifting, healing, and expansion so I can teach others how to do the same and we can change the world together. Uh, Kim says, willing to walk through it. Another Kim actually says, uh, an, an ambitious woman is a threat to others with a small vision. I think many of us have had that experience and maybe we've even been a threat to ourselves. Uh. Elizabeth says, an ambitious woman is being told she's almost ready for the next level. She's appreciated for making unprecedented impact that current leaders likely wouldn't have accomplished, but she needs to learn to not be so intense. Isn't that interesting how women are often told you're too intense, you're too bitchy, you're too domineering? David Taylor Klaus says, an ambitious woman is the future. 
Uh, Justin Williams, I love how some of the men popped in here. Justin Williams says, one who embraces her brilliant strength, beauty, and glory. Uh, Debbie Ballard, a former client of mine, says she is aware that she creates her own destiny and doesn't rely on others. Uh, Julie says, an ambitious woman is often called trouble. Amy Berg says, one who looks in the mirror and sees her beauty the way her true friends do, usually in a kind, loving, endearing, beautiful way that we forget until those kind souls we love remind us or until we do the work. Uh, Tracy says that an ambitious woman is willing to sit in the suck and do the work regardless of her own limiting beliefs, fears, and insecurities telling her to do otherwise. Because it is not just about getting the result or accomplishing the goal, it's about the person she's becoming as she overcomes the obstacles and challenges she encounters on her way towards it. So I'm going to pick back up some of these uh, in a little bit, but for right now, let's talk about three pieces of joyful ambition. So the first one is, and if your ambition has flatlined, this is this section is for you. Ambition requires connection. It requires connection to self. It requires connection to your desires. And this is the one for me that I most often push aside. I most often am, am intimidated by my own desires. Certainly other people have been intimidated by my desires. And these days it's really only left... <laughs> Most of those people aren't in my life anymore. They, they tend to walk out when my desires intimidate them. Um, the only one left really intimidated by my desires is me. Ambition requires connection to our mission. Um, the mission of who we want to be, of who we're becoming. And also if you, I'm, I'm going to talk about this today in the context of work because I am ambitious in the context of work. Um, and so I, I just want to acknowledge, you know, however you're developing yourself, maybe you're developing yourself as an artist or as a partner or as a parent. Um, I certainly believe that there can be ambition in a lot of places. And I'm specifically talking about the ambition of my career and my business. So being connected to the mission, being connected to my own goals, being willing to set goals, and desire from my desires, being connected to the process, right? Um, I love James Clear's James Clear's quote. Oh, I'm going to ruin it. It's on the back of my mind. James Clear's quote that if you're attached to the goal, you can't not be attached to the goal without also being attached to the process. Some version of that. And so, I am definitely learning that ambition requires connection to the process. Ambition requires connection to your core values. A lot of times when you are low on energy, low on drive, you're feeling overwhelmed, one of your core values is 
uh, not being met. And so we really have to stay connected to those core values. And then finally, connected to our habits. And I am learning so much about habits and how my habits actually fuel my ambition. My brain wants to tell me (laughs) that I don't want to do those habits, but my habits are so supportive of my ambition. So the second thing is, for me, claiming ambition is innately authentic and integrous because it is part of my core value to be authentic. I'm certainly not perfect, but to be authentic and to be in my integrity. Um, I certainly strive and desire, whether anybody's looking or not, to be in my own integrity. I'm also not perfect. But number two, ambition. Ambition cleans up mindset. How others use their ambition is not your business. And so I realize that we can live in a culture where people do not appreciate our ambition, who do not support our ambition, and it's not our business. Our ambition is our own ambition. It is our job, nobody else's job, to clean up our mindset, our thinking, our emotions around ambition. It is our job to heal our own triggers and recreate and define what ambition means to you so that as you move throughout the world, you can stand tall in your meaning of ambition, knowing, of course, no matter what you do, whether you do or you don't, somebody is not going to be pleased with it. Important to be integrous with your values and yourself as you begin to pursue your drive, your ambition. Number three, ambition requires profound engagement. It also requires profound rest. And as somebody who has struggled in the past with um, some health conditions and burnout and overproductivity, I am really big on managing energy, not just managing time and task. And so somebody who's ambitious, joyfully ambitious, is dedicated to managing that energy. They are dedicated to being wise and profoundly engaged in very intentional and choiceful attitudes, emotions, behaviors, plans, projects, and who they spend time with. Being joyfully ambitious requires profound reflection. It requires being a noticer in the world of yourself, your thinking, being willing to both be in the present moment and to look forward and to very rarely look back. Ambition requires collaboration. And what I mean by that is... We don't have to do it alone, no matter where you are in your business. Putting yourself in a room or hanging out with people who are supportive and like-minded will entrain you to support your own ambition, right? And so if we are hanging around with people who aren't as ambitious, 
um, it, it can be really discouraging at times. And so I'm not saying that you need to only be friends with other people who are ambitious, but what I'm saying is make sure in some part of your life that you are spending time in conversation, in collaboration, in coaching, in networking with other people who are also as passionately involved in their life and their work as you are. It helps fuel you. And when you do have days off, it reminds you that there is ebb and flow and the flow always comes back. I recently had an interaction with somebody who became my client. And I can tell that this woman is really brilliant. She's really smart. She's really capable. She is ambitious. She's had a track record of massive success. And throughout COVID, she's been alone, and she's tired and she is uh, exhausted and lonely. And so her ambition has flatlined. The fastest thing you can do to get your ambition back is a two-step process. One, get in the room with other people. And number two, take a look at your desires. Actually, a three-step process. We'll add number one is rest. Because <laughs> often it requires rest. And so she was sharing with me the other day. She's like, I'm not, I'm not really a victim. And I said, I don't think you're a victim at all. I can hear that you're tired and I can hear that you're lonely. And ambition requires companionship. It requires collaboration. So be sure that you are not trying to sustain your ambition on your own. So let's take a moment to share a few more of these definitions from my audience. Um, and see if anything zings with you. You come up with your own de definition of joyful ambition. So Ellie says uh, an, an ambitious woman is willing to accept her fears, step into courage, and keep going for her vision and mission. Christy says a woman who tries. She tries every day, regardless of how many times she's doubted, discouraged, or derailed. She tries. If success is measured only by actual achievement, let it first start with a woman who tries. Maggie Grace says, willing to wait or charge when need be. Oh, I love this one from Kimberly. An ambitious woman is her most powerful when operating from her high heart, when her ambition is aligned with her divinity. I really love that and adopt that as a part of my ambition. My ambition, you know, today I was, I was, I was looking up books on leadership and I came across this book, you guys, and I haven't read it. I'm almost tempted to read it because it was so, um, shady. <laughs> it was such a shady book, but it's all these ways of creating power and leadership. And all the reviews were like, oh my God, this book is so horrible. It's unethical. Somebody else said, you know, I love it, but, or I hate it, but I also kind of love it. And, you know, ambition out there can I think like the internet, thank you for indulging me as I kind of process out off my outline for a second here. Just like the inter internet can be used for harm or good. Just like fire can be used harm for good. I know that we have a lot of experiences with ambition that ends up hurting people. But I love what Kimberly says. Um, and that's my intention, intention to align my ambition with my divinity. Um, 
Lisa says, an ambitious woman is just as varied in definition as an ambitious man, but regarded far differently by the society in which they both pursue their ambitions. Fascinating. Um, Alexandra says, extremely vulnerable. My mastermind client, Annette, says an ambitious woman is driven to push forward and persevere. She sets big goals, unsure of the how and grounded in the why. She takes risk and bets on herself. She is open and vulnerable. Her only competition is herself to be better than she was yesterday. She surrounds herself with ambitious, authentic friends determined to make the world better and live in an abundant mindset. Annette, three cheers for you. You basically summed up this podcast. Alicia says an ambitious woman is willing to interrogate what the fuck she actually wants. I love that. That's about desire, you guys. Uh, Alicia also says unapologetic, unapologetic for who she is and what her needs are. She's powerful. She's more successful when she realizes it's okay to ask for and accept help. And she says, inside every woman. Laura says, uh, an ambitious woman doesn't see things as black or white, this or that, in a box or out. She has 20-20 peripheral vision and growing eyes in the back of her head. That's because she's aware, tapped in, turned on, tuned. After this year, the term 2020 vision has a whole new meaning, doesn't it? Um, Jacqueline says an ambitious woman is in regular conversation with her next future self because her horizons are limitless and she is her best own Sherpa. Jacqueline, absolutely. This wisdom from Jacqueline, you guys, um, spend time. An ambitious woman also thinks about the ambitious woman she's becoming. So she, it's not just about right now. She, she regularly taps in to her future self. Love that. To that identity and brings that identity backward here today. Heidi says an ambitious woman is a dangerous woman. Just get out of her way. Vanessa says, an ambitious woman is one who follows her integrity, leads with her soul's truth, aligns with her intuitive guidance and inner wisdom, and has an absolute blast enjoying the life she's created or she's committed to creating. Lisa says, an ambitious woman is one who keeps going no matter what and goes after what she wants. Uh, we have a lot of these. Um, Oh, my friend Mark Silverman uh, says an ambitious woman is unstoppable when she is whole and grounded. Elena says she has claimed her creative sovereignty. Oh, I love that one too, right? Like the sovereignty. Sovereignty is owning both your light and your desire. Um, Bay says only dangerous to those without ambition or a vision of what could be possible. Um, <laughs> Kelly Ann Van Setten, a former uh, mastermind colleague of mine, says a, an ambitious woman is about to bang her head. No, just kidding. But I'd probably still say she learns engineering in case she got to redo the ceiling and society and stuff. Um, my friend Jacqueline says uh, an ambitious woman has a sense of purpose, the bigger P. Catherine says, willing to stand alone and make zero excuses or apologies about how she chooses to approach her life. 
whether it's her morning routine, her schedule, her time blocking, her workouts, her time off, her spiritual practice, all of it, it's hers and she owns it. Michael says, sexy as hell. Uh, Karen says, an ambitious woman is the woman who is ready to do the healing work to stop the lines of pain caused by intergenerational trauma and the one who stands up and says, no more, this stops with me. Amen, Karen. And Joe says, an ambitious woman is pussylicious. Um, I love this one from my former client, Anita. Anita Barefootberg says, an ambitious woman is one who knows herself well. She looks inward to accomplish much. She is one who knows who she is and has no desire to prove or justify what she does or who she is. She is one who gets things done by being certain of what she wants. She is fearless and filled with knowing. She is love and teaches by who she be. She radiates the energy of all she desires to create and gets things done without force. She is light. She is love. She is as the wind and she is complete within herself. She needs nothing, yet she creates for the simple joy of creating as desire moves her. She knows she is here to expand and simply allows desire to move her. Is this ambitious woman? Perhaps, perhaps not. Each person will decide for themselves what is to be ambition. What I do know is the less I make happen, the more gets done. And I like how complete that feels. I'm determined to succeed, and yet there is no making of that. It is allowing and knowing to move me and trusting that knowing will move me. No force, no struggle, no striving. Simply knowing what I want and allowing it to come to me. Anita, thank you so much for that. I've actually had the experience of that recently. Many of you know that I'm, and I shared with my coach, I was like, who is this habit woman? How am I becoming this habit woman? And I realized now that I have connected habits to identity, I'm not daunted by them. Now that I've connected ambition with my heart's desire, I'm not so intimidated by them. And so there is no force. There is no force in me actually accomplishing what I set out to accomplish, whether it's something big or whether it's in the daily mundane task. Let me read a few more. My dogs are starting to get restless and then we'll wrap things up. Oh. (laughs) Someone says, Belinda says, someone who wants more than she already has. And I think this is interesting because I agree. And I also want to add... And that doesn't mean they're not happy with what they have. I think in the past, my ambition has intimidated other people because they assumed that I wasn't happy with what I had. And so for me, my contentment and ambition cycles run parallel and are often dancing with each other. Um, There are a whole bunch more. I never expected that many responses. Um, I would love to hear what you think, what you're not, not just what an ambitious woman is outside of you, but I would love to hear about who you are as an ambitious woman. What does ambitious woman mean to you? And I know that 
owning my desires instead of judging them, meeting my, especially my big desires or my grand desires, um, my, my most secret desires, owning those with compassion gives so much space for my ambition and it brings joy. And so my goal this year is to not only live and walk in authentic, joyful ambition, but it is to nurture your joyful ambition in whatever it is you want to create in life and work. And so with that, guys, thank you so much for taking time to listen. If you are not a member of uh, my email community, I would love it if you would hop on over to alistoncrow.com and sign up. There is a feel-good guide when you sign up Uh, an article I have written and rewritten about how to feel good. And it also includes a section on how to feel discomfort. And I will tell you that really reclaiming my ambition required me to meet some of my difficult emotions. And those things are all coming to balance and coming into integration now in my life and my work. And I just want to share that with you. You can get it at alisoncrow.com. Or if you are already a subscriber and you don't remember getting that, message me and I'll send you the updated copy. Happy to do that. So you can join that list at alisoncrow.com. And if you are interested, I would love to have you in the Soulful Success Coaching Membership. You can find that at coachwithallison.com. And then also, if you are a woman, if you are an authentic and ambitious woman and want to have a year of joyful ambition, uh, please reach out to me and let me know if you are interested in my high-level mastermind. It's a substantial investment. We'll be talking about it a little bit more. It will start at the end of March and go to the end of March. And so it is a year-long program. We do have a requirement that you either have a history of super success um, in a former job or that you have created at least, we just, it's kind of an, it's not really an arbitrary number, but you've at least created six figures in your life Um, whether working for somebody else or uh, creating your own business. This is an achievement level mastermind. It's slightly different. Actually, it's completely different than my membership community. Um, So yeah, I kind of overloaded you with three options, ways to work with me, our list. Uh, We send out emails every single week, mostly about the podcast. Uh, We really don't sell a whole lot. Every once in a while do, but every single week you'll get information about the podcast. Also, shout out to my team. We have upgraded our show notes. So if you would like some timestamps and upgraded show notes, you can find that at alisoncrow.com. Thank you so much for being on this journey of joyful ambition in 2021. Thanks for listening to Authentic and Ambitious. You can find out more and connect with me at alisoncrow.com. The show is sponsored by my three rescue dogs, Leroy Brown, Clementine, and Rocky Potato. They're here to remind you to consider adoption the next time you're looking for a pet. Special thanks to Stacey Harris and Callie Orr with Uncommonly More and Elise Rich for making the production and promotion of this podcast possible and professional. Until next time, be your authentic and ambitious self. The world needs you.